everyone. Welcome to Guidance to Personal Success podcast. This is Jana Stockman, transition life coach, speaker, and first-generation entrepreneur. I'm here with educational tools to help navigate through personal and professional life transitions. Purpose is to create a channel, provide value-driven advices, tips, empowering stories, and deeper motivation that you could apply to life you deserve. Thank you for spending time with me. Let's make the action happen and turn the power up. If you're a new listener or just subscribe to this podcast, welcome. Being transition life coach, I personally transitioned 6,000 miles away from one continent into another to start life, relationship from scratch, as well as transform my beliefs about who could I become. Having social media presence, I found that provide quick advice takes more than just a quick post or click the action button to get your attention. In real life, it's communication. And only through dialogue, we could come to some conclusion and answer some questions. So I ask myself, what else can I share my message and reach out to someone out there in that transition stage, starting a new jobs, changing life location, perhaps relationship, discovering new goal shifts? I want this podcast to be a platform to take time and address those conversations, as well as have a dialogue wherever you at in life. Would you like to have less stress in life? Be less overwhelmed, procrastinate less, enjoy only beliefs that do not limit you. And would you like to have more focus, more clarity, more productivity, and more meaningful relationships? Then this episode will bring clarity to all of those questions. But before we start, let's be clear on this topic of simplicity. It's not always about subtraction and get rid of stuff. It is more about streamlining and make it less complex, understandable, so we can manage things at our best practices. Today we will be talking about minimalistic approach. Minimalistic approach, it's about make things accessible versus excessive. We're often confused about what makes our life happy, fulfilled, and purposeful. It comes with a price of progress and fast-paced life we're living right now. And it also comes with expectations and role-playing. It also comes with enormous amount of pressure and stress to keep up, to fit in, to be relevant. And ah, nowadays, to live happy and successful life, it's some sort of a delusion. Because we have to have this, to get that, to be more and bigger. And if we stop for a moment to dive deep to those answers, who said so that we have to be this or that? Who said that we have to live that way? Well, everyone, everyone reminds us about it. We get targeted from everywhere. Social media, entertainment industry, magazine, advertisement and transportations, commercials, restaurants, driving on a way to work from home. And that's affecting us because we compare ourselves and our lives, whether we want it or not, by asking ourselves, how can I get that life? How can I be that person? This brings more voices and more mind chatter, as I like to call them. And as a result, it creates disconnect when we feel something is missing. We feel devastating, sometimes addicted, more pressured, often bombarded with more options, more noises. And that's exhausting. We work so hard 
to find fulfillment that we constantly need to tell ourselves it's worth it. But we all know there is always more money and more work and never enough because we will never get enough of things we don't need. And by chasing more, we forgot to prove to ourselves, not everyone else, what is really needed in our life, what is truly missing, what's important. And by trying to meet those standards and playing roles, we don't know what's important anymore. See, the thing is, our dreams never about material things. Even if they are in the first place, there is always the meaning behind why. Why we want those things. Why is it missing? And why we want to fill that void? Me? I personally didn't woke up with that mindset, that's for sure. I happened to live through it. I remember growing up with not much. Opened my eyes later for way more. I wasn't poor. I just didn't know any better. I thought I had enough. I had a pair of shoes that I was wearing after my brother. We had enough on our Christmas table. And because it was the only time I remember that smell of a fresh orange that was so familiar only at that time of the year. Those were the best memories. Until I start hearing my classmates' stories about playing in their own rooms, able to travel and actually see the ocean. I would come home and ask my dad, Dad, why we don't have bigger apartment? And go on those vacations. And I would never forget his reply. He said, Yana, anything could be taken away from you. Home, money, expensive accessories. What you will always have is a freedom. Freedom to express yourself. And that's enough of what you already have. And you know what? He was right. Look, look back in the history. People who physically were locked down, but still was able to influence the nations and change the history without much because they want freedom and a better life for people. And that's it. Few years forward, I would face with opportunity to leave my own country with nothing. Yep, packing my whole entire life in one 25-pound suitcase and I had my backpack. That moment made me reflect back on dad's words yet again. I had everything I need and everything I worked so hard for that I thought was important simply didn't fit in my that one suitcase. And since then, I start calling it suitcase mindset. What if I had one-way ticket to my better life? What would I bring with me there? Feel free to reflect on that. I was scared, but happy. I was happy not being attached to things. I had everything I need and what mattered the most. Later, traveling to around 30 countries, less I had, the happier I was. With my skills, talents, and experience I gained growing up. Coming to U.S., following my passion to serve people, I saw culture with access of stuff, with more stuff than people actually need. Cupboards full of food, several pairs of jeans, more cars, more tools, more boxes. And I also saw the stress and worry. People who work in 50 to 60 hours a week being burned out to fill the void. Because collecting things, expectations of others, listening to those self-sabotaging voices, sooner or later, we run out of suitcases and storage space, which ends up cluttering space we live in. And the outcome of that mind cycle, never enough and needed more, could end up us working and serve them. Not otherwise, but 
what if everything we worked for and invested in the career relationship beliefs are crushed or collapsed? Fear is similar that some people experience right now in 2020, and we do not have what we invested in. What do we do? We would ask, what's left, right? What did we have all this time? The answer always brings us to the basics, to the essentials. We always had ourselves, our skills, our talents, dreams, our purpose, and our story. Wouldn't that be wise invest in ourselves? Let's go back to the same question that we started this podcast. Would you like still to think about less stuff? Would that make you calmer, relaxed, more focused and easygoing? Because by downsizing sabotaging voices in our head, we create more space for focus and meaningful intentions. Minimalism is much more than decluttering and simplifying. It is a mindset that could be applied in a different ways in the different situations. It's not about black and white and empty spaces with no furniture and one fork, one cup. It is a highly flexible concept and naturally very open to variations of life. It is more about why you overwhelm with a planner, with all of those management meetings and to-do lists. This approach asks questions. Why those to-dos end up on that laundry list in the first place? And hear me here, minimalism is not a project. For example, for me, it was a choice. For somebody, it could be a lifestyle or a habit, but never a project. Why not? Because you make it a practice and routine instead of done task. You train yourself to turn into the common practice across all aspects of your personal and professional life. You can clean up the room, but then what are you going to end up doing next week and week after that and week after that? It's turned into the routine. Because we spend time doing valuable things instead of wasting energy organizing this over and over again. And the goal is here to simplify it, not add more to your to-do lists. To keep up, to stay on track, and buy another planner. Because we will try to turn into the new project, right? Despite all the unique lifestyles we live in, there is a common values. So on this basis, I create these five day-to-day principles on minimalistic approach for clarity in life. So let's keep it simple. Number one, strip down to essentials. This minimalist principles to start simplifying your life is to start identifying What is essential or most important in my life? Is your focus there? Or is something or someone is distracting it? If you don't know what's important to you, start to discover. What do you value in life? What matters most? Importance identify brings focus and clarity on your priorities. And it is so much easier to make decisions on what fits into your life and what doesn't. Apply this will not leave any room for what others tells us we should, want, or have to be. Number two, unclutter yourself. Knowing what's important, we find out what isn't serving us anymore. And that's where the principle of uncluttering takes its turn. I have to say, extreme decluttering not going to work. Because eliminating necessary things that prevents us from living the life we enjoy will not bring any benefits. Everything you plan to keep should have a value because it's functional, make you feel good, 
or it's just beautiful, or you just simply love it. We give attachments to people in very rarely to things. Think of your old car, the previous version of an iPhone, last season's shoes, your favorite book or a candle. Do you even recall thinking how good they smell and make you feel? No, because you have already moved on and you have another favorite, quote unquote. So uncluttering your space helps to unclutter your mind. Principle three, love what you have. How many things do we really own, consider truly special? After we unclutter, not much. Spending time cleaning and moving things around, observing negative self-talk, investing into the people who do not serve you anymore, hustling to save money, to buy things, another thing, are simply not worth our precious time. Time is all we have. We have choice to use it wisely or not. So by the end of the year, season, month, a week, go through every part of your life, believe, connection, or living space, and get rid of, evaluate. What are you to not love anymore? Or simply that something doesn't serve you any longer. Principle four, take an inventory of your life. Just like in business or in personal life, autopilot of constant life flow without reflection never brings clarity into life. Instead, we get stuck in the flow of feeding negative beliefs such as nothing changed, life is a mess, nobody cares, and it's not enough. An inventory system brings a management approach to sourcing, storing, and distributing or eliminating inventory. Being the manager of our life and evaluating the inventory means the right goods at the right level, at the right place, and at the right time, with the right value and the right team of people. And the final principle five, recycle in your mind. Would minimalistic thinking change the meaning of success for you? Because by recycling your mind, you challenge your beliefs and standards Sorting out by asking yourself whose car is bigger or better, whose shoes are more expensive and whose career is more impactful, but who you are as an individual, what options you once had, and what is the important you do for this world. Do not waste your mind. Be mindful about your waste and what might be clogging your day, life, productivity. Recognize what stops you from moving forward. What reduces energy? What increases energy? And what limits your dreams most important? So this minimalistic approach works by having balance and meaning consumption versus meaningless assumptions. Separate what's yours, what we have been told to believe. You might have consumed an idea and took it as your own, but does that really belong to you? This life is yours or not? or you live by someone else's story. Clear out those chatters in the brain and create clean, uncluttered space to impress those thoughts of what you want and turn them into the beautiful source of abundance, energy, and potential. What that means for you is, by taking inventory of your life, recycling your mind, be mindful about your ways could create room for more. So I share this with you because I want you to ask yourself, What areas of your life have access? What limiting beliefs is clattering your productivity right now? 
When you question and you simply start drafting some answers, what are the things am I doing by spending my day? What I wish I had more time to do. Start noticing the gap. And if you could force yourself right now, what would you do to get rid of things? What are they? This topic is so relevant at any point in our life. If we are transitioning, changing things, or something that we want to improve. Reflection will help you to create space for more opportunities and more options to live most fulfilled and most productive daily life. Let's expand the areas of our life for more happiness and more joy. But first, let's create space for it. I do want to acknowledge you for your time spending with me and listening. So head over to my website, janastockman.com, and get your 21-day decluttering guide. Spend time one-on-one. Reflect. That will help you to focus on challenging your clutter habit, help you get organized, and allow you to find extra space, more time, and feeling better about your productive lifestyle. Please stay simplified, safe, and healthy. I will hear from you soon again. I encourage you to make your success a lasting experience and always have tools in place, which is I happily share consistently on all social media platforms. You can find me through my website, janostakman.com, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, YouTube, LinkedIn, this podcast. And if you need to invest time in yourself, get the opportunity and schedule that free discovery coaching phone calls. And I will be happy to guide you through your personal success journey.